0: Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com slash SME today. Again, agorapulse.com slash SME.
1: Welcome to the Social Media
2: Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media.
1: Hello, welcome to the social media marketing talk show, a social media examiner production. I'm Eric Fisher. My co-host is Kim Reynolds, and this is the show for marketers looking to stay on the leading edge of social media. We bring you expert opinions about the relevant social media news and how it impacts you. On today's show, we're going to discuss YouTube officially rolling out YouTube stories to more creators and our special guest to talk about that and a few other pieces of YouTube Information and news is Steve Dotto. We'd love for you to share this if you're watching it live. If you're listening to it after the fact, share it anyway. We'd love for you to share the podcast. This show is brought to you by Social Media Marketing World 2019. Join 7,000 fellow marketers at the mega conference designed to inspire and empower you. If you've not been there, you don't know what you're missing. Ask someone who's been there. For those of you that have been there, share your experience in the comments and things like that as you're watching live. Also, I want to remind you that you can join the Social Media Examiner team every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific for our tweet chat. It's S-M-E chat, pound sign. Hashtag, whatever you want to call it, SME chat. And uh, this past week, we had a great conversation with Vivica Von Rosen about a bunch of the new LinkedIn stuff that's happened recently. Uh, Before we welcome Steve in, he's waiting in the wings. We've got like two, three little news blurbs we want to bring up to you to keep you informed and on top of the news.
2: Okay, so Instagram has rolled out a new feature that allows users to create a single private list, either through suggestions from Instagram or found in search and share stories that only that private list can see. So to add people to your list, go to your profile and tap, close friends in the side menu, people that are your actual close friends. And you can update your close friends list, adding and removing people at any time. According to Instagram, other users will not be notified when you add or remove them, which is nice. You don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. so yes. Um, But if they are on your list, they will know it because all stories shared to close friends will have a badge It's a green circle with a white star in the middle. So if you do see that, you'll know that you are a close friend and special.
1: I haven't seen it yet, so I'm not feeling really special, but we'll see. You are. Uh, (laughs) Yes, I I will make my own self-worth. Facebook, in other news, is making collections shareable. With other users. Now collections have been around for a while. That's where things that you have saved on Facebook go to not die to live. Uh, <laughs> but now you can share those and then collaborate with other people on those collections.
2: Feels a little oh. bit
1: Pinteresty. Doesn't it?
2: Yeah, but I like it.
1: Yeah. So this is where you could make, uh, for example, you could, uh, if you're going through Facebook and you're like, ooh, save that, save this, save this, and then invite somebody else to work on it and say, ooh, Christmas gift ideas. That's rolling out now.
2: Oh, I love that because some people, you know, those people that are just really good at at documenting stuff and organizing stuff, you can get on with those people and have complete collections that you adore and not have to put the work in. There you go. Facebook stories has rolled out to all groups globally and Facebook expanded group stories with lightweight reactions to all users globally. So everyone now can use group stories and have these little reactions also. So group admins and members can now respond to each other's stories quickly and directly with emojis that show a range of universal human emotions. So earlier this year, Facebook introduced group stories and they They brought these out as a way to help admins and members engage more with their communities. So there's three settings that group admins can adjust in stories. And one, they can grant posting permissions and approvals. Two, they can manage pending or reported stories. And three, select whether to mute or block certain members from contributing to future stories. I think this is a really cool function and feature, rather. And though it does seem a little dangerous to just let anyone contribute to a story. So I'm glad they put those safeguards in place.
1: Yeah, and and I think even um, I I really like the idea where you've got it set up to where you have you can see as an admin the stories come in and then you can approve whether they go into the stories for the group. I have been a moderator in a group before about a year ago. Uh, Oh, no, earlier this year. And this was one of the options, and I thought, oh, this is genius. So this is now out for everybody, rolling out for everybody. So
2: Yeah, and you can can view the uh, stories, and you can add to stories on a mobile app, both Android and iOS. And on desktop, you can view and react to group stories, but you can't add to them.
1: Uh, And in our last little brief piece of news here, Facebook has announced the dates for their F8 annual developers conference. It is going to be taking place in San Jose, California, April 30th and May 1st, 2019. You can bet there will be lots of news coming out of oh, yeah. that. And we will report on all of it as it is coming through. This will be a very cool uh, event, <laughs> I'm sure. They're, they had a lot to reveal this time. So Steve is the host and executive producer, Steve Dotto, that is, of Dotto Tech, a nationally syndicated TV show. He is Canada's most respected geek, I don't know. That might be debatable. I, I, maybe you are most respected. I don't know. Maybe it's the geek part that I'm kind of, anyway, whatever. Uh, Steve, but but Steve has been part of our community for a long time. He's been a speaker at Social Media Marketing World 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, and now 2019. Steve, welcome to the show. I appreciate it. Boy, that's, that's about a lot diet. of years.
0: That's, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. It's, well, pretty much as long as I've been in the space. It's great. Thanks for inviting me on.
1: You're welcome. So thank you so much for being here. And uh, so I know <laughs> that you're not necessarily excited about this news feature, but let's report what the thing is first, and then we can debate okay. its merits.
0: <laughs> well, there's, there's three pieces of YouTube news we're looking at yes. today. One of them is really cool. One of them is, eh, and one of them is, huh. so let's start with the, uh. <laughs>
1: Well, and the reason you're saying this is because it's YouTube stories and it's YouTube officially rolling out stories. They had talked about this and or meant they'd been testing this, let's say, for a while now, for about a year, right? And now they're saying it's officially out there, but there's some caveats. So one, your page has to has like, what, 10,000? 10, 10,000 subscribers. subscribers.
0: 10, yeah. 000, and, it, and you don't access it through your normal YouTube uh, toolkit. You don't access no. it the YouTube Creator Studio. You access it through the YouTube View app, like the normal app. I guess the reason that I have an issue with it, and, and, and I, you know that I'm always one of the last guys to jump on bandwagons. So I kind of look at things <laughs> and go, ah, let me see how it's going to work before I really before I really. I agree with it hundred percent, but it's just me too. You know, it's like, Oh, Instagram stories, Facebook stories, you know, uh, you know, Microsoft word stories. I don't know who's going to have them next.
1: <laughs> Clippy uh, stories. Yes. Clippy like, stories.
0: Yeah. Like, and it's, and now what it is, as far as YouTube is concerned, I think where it comes in is they're trying to move uh, creators to give them more revenue options. So they want people to subscribe to their channels and they've got a, a subscription model now. And it's really a good way for YouTube creators to personalize the experience, to add the social networking side and that personalization to their channel, to their, to their followers, to their key followers. And from that perspective, I, I applaud them. I mean, you know, ever since the, you know, Google Plus was supposed to do this for us so long ago, <laughs> but it never really got there, did it? So now we're, we're still scrambling and we're plugging in pieces and it's fairly well implemented. There's some nice features that I think uh, you know people miss. Uh, one of them is that you can turn off who your stories are coming from. If you look in the little – how they – first of all, how YouTube stories are created is you create them just like you would Instagram stories or Facebook stories.
1: Let's definitely tell people how to get to it because, like yes. you said, it is not easy to find, and it took me a while to figure out how to get to it. Yes.
0: So you just – you go into your normal – you go into your YouTube play app. And at there the very top, if it's available to you, you'll have a little camera with a plus sign. And you tap on that. And it allows you to start to create a story. And then it, it, there are little episodes that you string together, and they decay after seven days.
1: Which is unique. Seven days is definitely different than 24 hours on some of these other networks. Yeah.
0: It's, it's metric time. Sure. I guess. You know, the other is imperial. I don't know. I don't know why they chose that measurement. Uh, yeah. But so that's what they—that's what they've given us is seven days, but but here's the—I mean the issue that I have is YouTube is an okay conversation platform, but it's not a great conversation platform, and and the only way that you can have conversations with people around your stories are if they engage with the story itself. It's not going into your normal comments feed, uh, so it's it's very contained, which means that. The issue that I have is you have to spend a lot of attention. First of all, it takes time to create the stuff. And if I'm creating a video, I want I want it to go to my main channel and I want you know persistence. That's one of the beauties of YouTube video is persistence. It's not It's not a temporary platform. There's a persistence and its strength is search. Its strength is mm-hmm. not conversation. So So I questioned you know so obviously you could tell I'm not in the camp where I'm hundred <laughs> percent on board with this whole program. Uh, but I just question whether or not you know i 'm sure some content creators will find real value and do a great job with it, but as a creator myself, I wish YouTube had concentrated on some of the other issues that we have on the platform rather than creating a solution for a problem we didn't have
1: Sure, I, I think one of the things that it struck me as when I was looking around at it is this it, it's, it's this, this idea of giving the youtube um, creator the ability to do some of the patreon type stuff or the access type stuff and or adding in some of that social stuff i mean again youtube's where people are watching video not necessarily being social and vice versa on say another platform like facebook people aren't necessarily watching video as much there but they're more social there and so it's like one they're both trying to be more like the other (laughs)
0: It, it, but but it, it's all fractured pieces. It's like the community tab that they gave us that allows us to talk to our communities. Another part yes. of that aspect. Now, if they had just given us a really robust post-based feed interface right from the beginning, uh, you know, as far as the as far as the uh, as far as the comments goes, and you know, really worked on that, th- this would all be a moot point because we would be having great engaged postable content with our community. But we're, we're there. instead we're putting them into all these silos which to me is is a, is a non-starter. At the end of the day, it's just going to require too much effort to stay on top of it unless you happen to be one of those few creators who really engages with it and finds that their community really gets to it. And at that point there, yeah, it's going to work for them. But it's going to be a tiny percentage of, of creators, I think, that, that that use it. So now it's just going to be one of those things. The thing that I noticed that's cool, that I like, is you can hit on the little three dots at the side when you see it in your feed and you can say... Uh, of all the people that they're suggesting to you, you can tell it that you don't want to see any of them. And I don't know what happens if you're <laughs> doing that. Mute them all. Yeah, and I haven't muted yeah. anybody. All my friends are doing it, and I applaud them for it, uh, but I think they're wasting their time.
1: Yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, again, it's yet another inbox inside of already one silo of YouTube. Yeah. Yes. You know, you've got your YouTube videos. You've got your YouTube community tab. You've got your YouTube stories now. And I feel like there was one other I was going to mention, and I'm blanking. But anyways, that's what it feels like. It's like there's a bunch of different places you've got to go. Oh, your comments section,
0: yeah, as but well. Comments, you're looking yeah, at all
1: your yeah. comments, but
0: yeah, which which are still which are still where most engagement happens. In right? Yeah. Sure so, yes.
1: so stories, and that's out there. Um, and by the way, uh, we should tell people where they can go to watch other the the people that they're subscribed to. This is actually the easiest part. Uh, when I was looking for it, I found where to watch them. I couldn't find where to create them, uh, yeah. so I was in the YouTube app and I went down to the down, the, the bottom middle section where it, tab where it says subscriptions and tapped there, and then up at the top was where the circles,
0: yes. Much yes, like okay. yes, uh, Instagram
1: you. stories. That's where it showed up. So it that's looks where you go like to watch Instagram. them. Yeah, it's you're holding up a YouTube exactly app it's on it's your there. phone here, Steve. That looks okay. like it's showing Instagram. Yeah, but that it's YouTube. So
0: that's We're Instagram.
1: Or, sorry, that's YouTube Stories. We'll be reporting on this if there's any other news that comes across on YouTube Stories. But uh, check and see if you have it. Well, ten thousand subscribers again. That's the the caveat, that, but it is rolling true. out. So you know, check and see if your page does have that amount, and then move forward from there. But that's not the only YouTube we, news we have. So YouTube is now rolling out something else, which is auto playing videos. In the mobile app.
0: When I first read that word, I got super irritated. Didn't you? Oh, great. Autoplay. It's going to be like invasive. But no. I did. (laughs) But now that we see how it's being used, oh, no, no, no. This This is something very, very good. So... With the uh, YouTube is recognizing that in the mobile app, people often watch their videos with the sound turned off, and they browse through. And something that Facebook has struggled with from day one. But also, they YouTube is always concerned that people get the content that they want when they actually commit to and launch a video. So that's one of the things that creators. I mean, if you're creating content that that YouTube feels that they can that they can d- deliver. Uh, people to to you effectively, and you serve the need that those people are looking for. That's the relationship YouTube looks for. So they're always concerned that people are finding what they're looking for. So what this does is this serves both of those masters in your YouTube in your uh, in your in the, in the YouTube app. As you scroll through, you see exactly what's happening there. Is you see full frame like a full width video. Uh, preview, but it's not the thumbnail anymore. It's actually, if you tap on it once lightly, is it actually starts playing the video for you in silent mode. It doesn't turn on the sound. It plays it, but not only does it play it, so you can see that the content is what you're expecting and what you're hoping for, but it also pulls the caption uh-huh. And it old captions it. And YouTube's really worked really hard on developing some good auto captions. And in certain languages, English, if you have a no accent or a neutral accent, it does a very good job. Other, some other languages, like Italian, it's doing a pretty good job with, uh, but not with all languages. But you can always add a captions file yourself. But now the person gets to preview that, and they can actually watch the video there if they want with the captions without ever actually engaging, going into the video if they choose. But it tells them exactly what the video is about with no uncertain terms and makes sure that they know what they're getting. I love this feature. It's going to make closed captioning that much more valuable, investing in the time to create proper caption files for you. And it just, I I think, as a user experience, after you've used it for just five or ten minutes, you want it. It's something that you'd be really unhappy if you didn't have.
1: Yeah. I uh, got to admit, I watched a whole video like a day or so ago on the YouTube app without going into the video. I just watched the whole thing with the captions on.
0: Yep. It's not bad. It's not I wasn't bad. planning on
1: it, but it, I just kept going and it was like, oh, this is good. You know, like I, I was, but because be, and I'll say this because I was in the mindset of watching video and I was testing it out. I honestly didn't. Um, Think to I was getting enough of the experience, in other words. I didn't yeah. feel like I had to click in and then turn my phone sideways or or hold it vertically. You can still do that. But
0: so imagine yeah. you're a commuter standing on the subway and you know you're you're browsing yes. through. This is this is where it's really. I mean, now your your commute, your time in the dentist's office while you're waiting. You don't have to plug in headphones if you don't want, you don't have to disengage yourself from the world around you, which headphones tend to do with us. Uh, instead you can, you know, you can be, you can just be reading it. You can be getting the information you want. Um, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's a really, really well thought out implementation as far as I'm concerned. Now it it will take you a little bit of time to get used to how hard you tap, which will take you into the Mm -hmm. video. Not. And that you know, and if you've got audio turned on in the video, and you're say doing it, say you're at church and you're quietly walking, <laughs> and then you actually back <laughs> into the video, and your volumes on, and then everybody, you're busted. That might cause an issue for some people, uh, but that's a, that's a minor thing. You'll get used to it over time.
2: Yeah. So does it count as a view on silent mode?
0: I believe it will. Yes. I don't have that confirmed, but I'd be shocked
1: if it didn't. I would think the whole reasoning behind this is. Since YouTube does a 30-second view, or 30 seconds is a, is a view, right, on YouTube, yeah. this is going to increase views because yeah. it's not going by three seconds. It's going by that 30 seconds. And by the time you hit 30 seconds,
0: I haven't had time to look into it deeply enough, but I'll be very surprised with how detailed YouTube yeah. analytics are if we don't end up with a new analytics screen that tells us about live view or preview time uh, and how long people are watching that, which would be a different classification than click-through time. Yeah.
1: They'll keep maybe a, like a, a total views and then break it out into views yeah. by this views by uh, autoplay, et cetera. Yeah, I mean,
0: now we can break down by platform, by device. So I, I think that it'll be it'll be it, it, maybe they'll call it sort of Facebooky view. <laughs> I kind like that. It's still more of a legit view in my mind. It's more legit because there's intent behind it. You're actually at yes. the thing to watch videos. You're not there browsing through for other things.
1: Yeah, it didn't just go through my feed as I swiped. Um, no. The obvious question here, then, because we've heard so much emphasis on get your thumbnails right, is do thumbnails matter anymore? Sure, absolutely. Said, with a trick like, question because <laughs> the, the live view doesn't get invoked until you tap on. So yeah, so it's still, still all brilliant. about presenting visually as someone's swiping through uh, for that discoverability, as well as that enticing you to tap to autoplay or tap to play, whichever you would like. As we go through, they're still all just thumbnails. I hope I'm not
0: watching. Oops! I, I say I did it. I did it. I did what I just said. I tapped and opened <laughs> it. He doesn't need the extra views.
1: Point taken, though. Like, you still have to have a great movie poster for your video. Yeah. In order for people to be interested in watching the trailer and then seeing the movie. That's yeah. kind of the way I'm going through the steps here.
0: Yeah, and thumbnails are also still going to be really important in suggested video and the desktop mode and all sorts of other places. This is just on mobile.
1: Uh, I, I, don't know, I, think, I don't think there's anything else to say on that this other than ads. we like ads. this. They've done they've done
0: their ad pods. They've added something called ad pods. Apple's got its iPods and ear pods and now we've got I ad pods from Google. And they cluster two ads together at the beginning. You might have noticed this. So YouTube is playing a lot with the ad format, the pre-roll ad format and the the mid-roll ad format. And now what they're doing is they're clustering two together. And there's all sorts of different combinations of six-second fixed pre-roll ads followed by a, a regular ad. And if you tap through and skip one, you don't get the other or you do get the other. But apparently viewers, they said... Viewers really like this. And I think that's all of it. Yeah. <laughs> the YouTube. Viewers really like our new ad format. No, they don't. They they don't. They they just prefer it to having their Fingernails torn out, but they. Uh, but the bottom line is that they're, they're they're looking for some different monetization options to pack a few more ads into the videos, uh, which hopefully then trickles through to creators, or will definitely go into Google's pockets. Uh, so that part is good, making. Uh, but giving new options, I, you know, we still don't have the option to be able to do our own ad inserts in the middle, and you know, kind of build build uh, build out uh, the monetization of our videos in ways outside of the. AdSense uh, kind of universe, but this does, this does bode well for them being creative about how ads are implemented and paying attention to the user inter- interaction. So effectively now, quite often, you will see two ads before. I don't know about you guys, but I love the six-second pre-roll ads. I think that those are just genius because yeah. it, you, when you look down, it's almost like, oh, thank goodness. When you look down at the bottom and it says, it, you know, it, you can you can go to the video and you can skip this ad in five seconds. That's so much work for
1: me to tap again. Huh. By the Where's time I lift my finger and move it over to my yeah. phone,
0: I'm so already at two
1: effort. seconds left. And by the time I would tap, it's one. So why bother?
0: Yeah, and it's the timing, <laughs> right, so that you don't watch a second extra. Whereas it says the video will play after this ad. I'm going, oh, cool with that. I'll just sit back and chill. And uh, right. I like that, and there's and some creators have that option to set it up themselves in their own ad settings. I don't have that, and I'm jealous.
1: I don't see a lot of ads though because I actually am a YouTube premium
0: oh, uh, good subscriber.
1: For you. yeah, good for you. I jumped on it when they combined when they came out with YouTube music a few months ago and uh, added it to and and they renamed YouTube, what was it called previously? I forget red. you'll know red YouTube red. red. It was YouTube Red, then they created YouTube Music and renamed Red, and they put them together. I was like, oh, well, now I get YouTube Music and YouTube uh, Premium, which pulls the ads out, and all the premium content, which honestly I haven't really looked at. But Remove Ads, Music App, good for me. Well, you know, in closing, uh, I do want to mention they, they are giving away, not giving away, but they're giving a great discount, uh, a 42% discount on YouTube Premium uh, for students. So
2: we're all students I, of life. So
1: I know, right? I, I'm already a subscriber, so I don't need this. But uh, if you are a student or if you know of a student or have a student, uh, you, can, you can use this deal. This is actually, so let me put, put it this way this is a great gift this time of year for oh. your student. Ah, so, so it is that time of year. YouTube's, uh, YouTube's uh, color scheme is like white and red, so that's very kind of Christmassy. So. Are you guys going to have a go. Christmas party on the, the, on the social media talk show? Oh, uh, that's oh. A good. Well, we won't be here that week. That'll be the no. day after Christmas or the week after Christmas. But anyways, we, we've to got to some good stuff coming up. Yeah. Don't worry. Thanks, Steve, so, for being here. Uh, tell people where they can find you in the meantime before they see you in person at Social Media Marketing World 2019.
0: Everywhere I'm at Dotto Tech, and if you are following me, go to dotto.tech.com because we're launching a brand new podcast.
1: Awesome. I'm big. excited for that he podcast. Was, he was telling cool. us about, he's not pitching it properly here, which yeah. I would give you permission to do for two seconds, but it was exciting for me to hear what it was about. So, me too. There you go.
0: Well, I'm, I'm. I'm not going to. Everybody can come and check it out because I'm. I yeah, am going to check that it out. I'm not going to talk about it, but it is. It's for baby boomers and Gen X. Anybody
1: with a little touch of gray. Nice. A touch of gray.
0: All gray right. Matters.
1: Yes. Steve, thank you so totally much.
0: Careful. Merry Christmas. Merry there you Christmas. go. There's
1: the catchphrase. Go check out what Steve's doing. And again, you'll, Steve will be at Social Media Marketing World all the years, almost, except for the first two. So 2015, 16, 17, 18, and now 19, which is again, what's coming up. And you can go grab your ticket at smmw19.com that's where you can go grab your ticket. That's where you can go find out more. If you need to figure out, you know, logistics, find out if it's worth it. It is hint, hint, uh, go over there. S M M W 19.com. All right. So in this second segment, uh, it's just you and me, Kim, and we're going to talk about some of the stuff that is out there in the wild slash being tested by Facebook, uh, mainly Facebook. I don't think we have any other things in here that are not Facebook, but, uh, yeah, I think it's all, I think it's all Facebook. So, uh, Facebook, as usual, is testing a lot of things. So the first one, this new live video for sellers, and this this made me feel like it was giving you the Facebook was giving us the ability to basically do our own like almost QVC show. Yeah, Facebook Shopping
2: Network. (laughs) Yeah, Facebook Shopping Uh, Network.
1: Yeah. So what this is is it's this new dedicated live video mode on Facebook. They're testing this, by the way, that they it's a live video mode that will help you quickly close sales by showcasing your products in the stream. There, your viewers can purchase by easily messaging you screenshots. This is so interesting. Um, And basically, it's e commerce, it's e commerce through live video. Uh, They say Facebook is saying that this new uh, broadcasting option. Will allow um, viewers to purchase in real time. And in the test, basically, it's this is Facebook's ramp uh, up to have kind of a uh, a broader scheme. it's not it's not a major update, but it's another way to, say, sell products to your Facebook audience, which is interesting because all we've heard from Facebook is don't be promotional, don't be promotional. So to go this route, Especially in like a live video setting is, is pretty uh, it's pretty interesting.
2: No, I'm anxious to see people use it and see how they use it.
1: Yeah, very interesting. I don't know what to make of this. I don't. I just. I honestly don't. Um, I don't know if it's it's set up like a a, a shop, you know, where you can showcase yeah. your products and things like that, where they're floating be- below as the uh, you know.
2: Well, I would think that you would need to set a time where you're going to like demo things or whatever because.
1: Like an or, unboxing almost?
2: Yeah, an, an unboxing. Or if you have to have a channel that is dedicated to shopping where you have fans that when you go live, they know that they're there for shopping. I mean
1: – Yeah. that I That's don't know. kind I of –
2: for the e-commerce stores, I think that it would be good. What's interesting to me, that's, I mean, that's a little interesting, but the interesting part for me is the way that you're going to be able to pay through your inbox. So obviously Facebook is doubling down on the whole messenger payments thing. When are yeah. they going to, are they going to take a cut? Are they not going to take a cut? How, you know, where are they making money from this? It's that's those are the answering questions for me.
1: I think one of the other things that I've got to bring up here is when we were talking about live video on Facebook and how, In a a lot of the feedback we were getting in one of our recent Facebook posts, well, recent being about a month ago, was that I was asking people, like, when you watch live video on Facebook, is it that you were notified ahead of time that you knew they were going live or that you went by and always had certain pages on notifications where you got the notifications Mm -hmm. that they are live now? In other words, I was trying to judge what the intent was behind. Were they planning ahead for when people were going to go live? Kind of like how we do. We schedule a live post, things like that. And I really got to say, I think that's the only way you're going to get somebody that's going to gonna buy from you. If people know you're going live and you're going to be showing off some stuff, then if they are showing up intentionally, they're more primed to purchase.
2: Exactly. Exactly.
1: So. Then the other follow up piece to that is then if you've got somebody who when the when it's over or even while it's happening and you're like say giving a sale on certain items then they're more likely to hit share and say, "Oh my gosh, they're they're giving them away, you know, so to speak."
2: So, my question with this and I may have missed it, but is this for pages or profiles? Pages. For pages. So maybe okay, so someone here in the comments Putting two and two together here, but someone here in the comments mentioned the way that the LuLaRoe groups were selling and selling in groups. And a lot of people are showcasing all these LuLaRoe products, you know, like the leggings and the shirts, that, those stuff, that stuff. Um, So they're selling them on their personal pages. Maybe this is Facebook, you know, throwing this out there in a little, a little bait to get them to make pages and stop doing commerce through their personal pages.
1: Oh, that's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. Great, great way to bring that up for sure. Um, so, yeah, anyway, they're testing it. Yeah. And we'll see. This is, yeah, um, Jeff is reminding me. Holly Homer had a lot of success selling products with her live video stream. So, yeah. you know, maybe she can go back to this a little bit. I don't know. We'll see. That'd be so, for her. But that's our first thing. So we've got a bunch more. Uh, let's keep moving here. So next up in our found in the wilds. So this was one I actually can speak to a lot because I was um, working with Allie, head of the uh, social media marketing society. So I just I typed in uh, <laughs> I typed in I broke a rule. And so then she took that and basically she had the ability because she was an admin. She had the ability to um Share why a post was removed to the person who had originally posted it, and I was the person, and so I kind of that's why I went in and I was the example, and I wrote literally I broke a rule, and so uh, it shows you through the screenshots that uh, you can. I mean, the great thing about this is you can give feedback to people, like you can mm-hmm. re- you can remove. Um, I mean, this was this was something by the way that was announced a long time ago, and it's now officially. Uh, out there. We're seeing this where, for example, uh, if you've got community, um, rules inside of a Facebook group, then you can tell people why a post was removed.
2: Exactly. You can
1: give, instead of just it being removed and then gone, like you can remove it, but it'll show you which post it was and it'll give you the rules as to why. And it makes a lot of sense. So this is one of those things for, Hey, group admins out there, uh, you're going to be able to, um, you're gonna be able to do this now. Uh, this is happening now. So very cool. Let's see. Next up, uh, Kim. This one is called Facebook tests the ability to block certain words on profiles. This is this is this is weird to me.
2: Yeah. Is this okay? So is this blocking? <laughs> I'm asking you the questions here, but is this <laughs> blocking the words, or is this what they announced before, which was you could. Um, basically hide any post with certain words. Oh, this is different. So this is literally blocking words.
1: Yeah. This is like pages have had for a long time. Uh, By the way, again, a test. This is one of those things that pages is, pages have had for a long time, which is the ability to enter certain words or a blanketed, like level of, you know, basically you're not going to be able to cuss on my page in a comment at Mm -hmm. some other person this has previously been available for pages. It's now going to be allowed and, and or being tested, I should say, on uh, profiles. So if I am hugely into posting about something volatile topic-wise on my Facebook posts and people start commenting, I can tell <laughs> Facebook – Uh, Under this test Not to allow certain words To be posted And so certain people will Be Um, able to uh, comment But not be able to call You know, use certain words to call, you know, reply to others, et cetera, or to me. So it'll
2: just block them out, so they can type them and it will just be blocked out. Yeah, it just just won't
1: let uh them. Yeah. So, so this may save some of those relationships. I don't. I mean, I'm I'm going too far with it, but you can see what I'm saying. Oh, there's a word or
2: there's a word or two that literally ruins my day when I see it. So I am going to be really using this. This is great news.
1: Yeah. So, and again, it's 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 primarily for. Uh, even emojis, even emojis, by the way, uh, and yeah. phrases, it's not just one word. Like you could say, you know, you could yeah. have an, a literally an entire specific mainstream phrase that everybody's using right now and make that something nobody can comment on your Facebook posts with. <laughs> I love this. I do too. So, uh, yeah, there you go. So people are shooting the live show or throwing out. Tons of you know different phrases and things. So so yeah, look for that. Hopefully that I, I really do think that this is something that, that rolls out officially. Uh, next up, Facebook Business Manager has two new features.
2: One of them is assigned permissions by task, and the other one is quick action buttons where you can add people, add partners, add assets from anywhere in business settings. So instead of needing to go to a specific like, if you've been a business manager, it can be a little bit overwhelming and a little confusing oh, yeah. because there's so many options. So, now there's the quick action buttons where you can just quickly do these things and not go to that specific little place that you can never find. Mm-hmm. And then the assign permissions by task um, this is where you, people who have post or admin privileges on your page, they can now be given permissions to only do certain things like publish content, moderate comments. Create ads, view page performance. Honestly, this sounds a little bit like they already they already had. So this it must be some nuance to it that I'm well, missing.
1: Yeah, that's exactly. You're 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 hitting it exactly on the head. It's that nuance where prior to this, which again, it's a test. So I hope they do roll this out. I had to give you know levels one, two, three, and four or five. I forget which. How many levels there are of uh-huh. um, ability. You know, and and certain tasks and certain things were. In certain levels, but I don't, you know, say, for example, I want to add, Kim, you're already on our Facebook page, but say I want you to be able to only create ads, ads. nothing else. Well, that's at a certain level, but then there's all these other things permission wise on that same level that I don't want you to have permission to do. Right. So by being able to toggle specific tasks on and off, instead of having it be a blanketed level of permission, I think is a great idea.
2: Yeah, so, yeah. So that's like one that.
1: of the what was the other one again? It's uh the quick action buttons. So this looks yeah. interesting. This is again ease of use for uh admins on Facebook pages to be able to add people or partners or assets from anywhere within business settings. Uh again, yet another test. It's interest it'll be interesting to see this roll out for sure. Business mm-hmm. manager uh is not one of my favorite things. I'll just yeah. be
2: honest. And, it's a little
1: unwieldy. Business manager is super clunky. I, I still agree. Um it saves our bacon a few times. Uh, there's a phrase to ban from Facebook. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> hopefully they roll this out soon. Uh, one more piece here Facebook groups get keyword alerts. This one's pretty interesting.
2: This one, I think, is probably the most interesting. This is the. I, I
1: agree. I agree. So, keyword alerts, uh, if you're not familiar with what that would be, is basically whenever a person in a group. Mentions or sorry, uses a word or a phrase or a name again. You can pick different things, uh, it will uh, uh, basically let you know. And this is this can be great. You can use it either for moderation or for uh, being able to make sure that you know, if you, in other words, if you write the word, if say if you type the word help uh, again, that could get overused in yeah. Facebook groups, but it could indicate that this is a, a a post that is asking for help from somebody in the admins of that Facebook group.
2: What I would like is if the members could use that too, because for instance, in the social media marketing society, I would have a little keyword alert for when anyone mentions Facebook ads. That way I can pop my little head up and run in there and yes. answer their question. That would be awesome. But maybe they can make me an, a moderator and then I can do that.
1: Yeah, see, I would love this as a member of a group to have yeah. my own little feed exactly. that's from that group that uh, kind of like a Twitter list almost, but from inside of a Facebook group that's where it's just that topic. Whenever anybody well? mentions that certain thing inside of this group that goes all over the place, like it pulls it together and, you know, so, hey, we can wish, we can hope, we can You dream. never know, it could happen. It's testing, it's being tested. Uh, hopefully it comes out, so So there you go. Uh, That is our show. Hopefully you enjoyed our conversation with Steve Dotto and us kind of talking about some of these behind the scenes slash uh, found in the wild type stuff that's being tested. We've got great shows coming up though. We've got two that are, that we are kind of locked in finalized as year end wrap ups next week and the week after, and they're going to be great. We've got tons of guests, fun guests coming. Uh, You're going to love it. So, um, Get this show on your calendar by going to socialmediaexaminer.com slash live show. That's where you can add it to your calendar. In the meantime, go grab your ticket for Social Media Marketing World if you haven't already. Go to smmw19.com. Join us next week for our tweet chat. You can find that on the hashtag SMEchat on Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. And with that, I'd like to say uh, thank you to jeff c for handling the simulcast grace duffy our show producer kim for being co-host and i'll thank myself for uh showing up i don't know what that means but thank you we're looking forward to seeing you next week and uh closing out the year with you these next two episodes these two uh wrap-up episodes that you're gonna love them it's gonna uh, we got some interesting stuff planned so thanks again for being here and we'll see you next week bye guys bye
2: The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production.
1: For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Want more good stuff? Sign up for our top-notch social marketing newsletter. We deliver it straight into your inbox three
0: days a week. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash getupdates.